0: Hello, everyone. Uh, Before we get started, I just wanted to say a quick thing uh, on behalf of myself and Brandy. Uh, We both stand behind everyone who is out protesting and who has been protesting for the past few weeks. We are aware of our privileges now more than ever. And we say with all the love in our hearts that black lives do matter now more than ever. Our hearts go out to everyone that's been hurt during these peaceful protests, and our hearts go out to every single person who has been a victim of police brutality in any way. We stand with you. In this episode's description, you'll find a link to a website that has a bunch of different charities and GoFundMes that are directly helping the people who have been affected by this situation. If you have the means to donate, I would recommend donating. Every dollar does help the situation immensely, because now more than ever, we need to stand together as a unified front to confront this issue head-on. Now, on to the episode. Even If No One Listens, a musical theater podcast. My name is Joe Barsanti.
1: And I am Brandy Underwood.
0: And before we get started today, just want to let you know, we are trying some new microphone setups today, so might sound a little bit different. We're going to see if this setup works a little better for us or if we need to buy more microphones. So, uh, Brandy, what are we going to be talking about today?
1: We will be talking today the difference between a concept musical and a book musical.
0: But before we do... I made a little game.
1: What a surprise. I well, I think it's a fun... Oh, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, people have said... Yeah, it's fun. It's fun.
0: Um, people have said they've enjoyed this, and I enjoy making this game. So, since we are doing a show about concept musicals versus book musicals, I thought we'd play a game called Five Word Musical Descriptions. So...
1: This does sound harder than the last week's game.
0: So, I have taken five musicals, and I have written five word descriptions of the concept of the show which isn't what a concept musical is but that's how i thought of it so i'm going to give you five words that describe the musical's plot or story and then you're going to tell me what the musical is okay
1: how does this relate to anything to do with concept musicals? well it's
0: like boiling down a concept into a simple idea boiling down a plot into a simple idea it works shut up okay so first one water shortage bad corporate interests
1: you're in town.
0: Yes, you're in town. the musical from 2001 about a city that now has to pay to pee very good musical. Number it's two
1: based on a slightly true story that somewhere in Europe that that was well, happening. a lot of places
0: in Europe do do that I've heard. Okay. next one dead guy helps nice couple
1: beetlejuice
0: beetlejuice yes the that was last year that came out the musical based on the tim burton movie okay um next up this one i don't know if you'll get this is a show i like poor loves rich god's watch poor's poor loves rich god's watch
1: and these are just like five words that you wrote together
0: yes what else would they be?
1: I don't know. I just kind of like, kinda like I, 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 I took a highlighter
0: and just randomly threw it at <laughs> a dictionary and saw what happened. No, this is five words that describe the the plot of the musical.
1: So poor, poor loves rich,
0: God's watch.
1: Is it Joseph? Do I think called a dreamcoat?
0: Pretty sure that's a Christian thing, and they only have one God.
1: Well, God's watch, like.
0: No, n- n- God's, plural, watch. Oh,
1: God's watch. Like, many, many watching gods. Watching human beings. Um, Is that Hades Town?
0: No. One more guess.
1: <sighs> this mm-hmm. has
0: had a few revivals recently. Most recently, it was done at Circle and the Square.
1: Oh, it's Once on This Island. Once
0: on This Island, because the villager loves the Bosom, which is the rich people. And the gods watch and like interfere with the life. You wanna know
1: something funny? Hmm. When you're like, It's my favorite musical, or one of my favorite music, I'm like, it's once on this island, isn't it? And <laughs> said the words, I'm like, What? I need to get I don't have you seen that show? No. It's a when it's done
0: well, it's a very good show. Um I next-
1: still do love the photo of you and as Papa Gay in high school. I love it.
0: Next one. I write better than Bard.
1: Something Rotten.
0: Something Rotten, yes. A show from a few years back. You and I saw it on Broadway. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I enjoy A lot of people don't like that show. I really like that show.
1: I just love the chess reference that half... We were sitting in the audience and literally half the audience understood it and half did not. And I loved seeing the reaction more than the reference.
0: So, a little background on Something Rotten. That was a show based in shakespearean time and you're following a writer who hates shakespeare and thinks he can write better than shakespeare um and then shakespeare comes in and it's, it's a fun show okay last one i'm really proud of this one pilot no doctor no goodbye pilot no doctor no goodbye
1: so are the nose part of the joke and part of the reference? Am I supposed the to... The whole thing
0: is a description of the music? Oh,
1: it's Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If
0: You Can, yes. Based yeah. off the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio movie where first he lied and said he was a pilot. Pilot? No. Then he lied and said he was a doctor for a pediatric place.
1: I feel like doctor, this is no. the one show slash movie you don't have to explain.
0: Okay, so um, now on to the main topic of concept musicals versus book musicals. Um, Brand, which one would you like... To read because i got descriptions for both for both of them from different sources would you like to read the definition to a concept musical or a book musical
1: i will take 1000 for book musicals please alex this definition comes from the book the broadway musical by aaron Frankie, and the definition is ultimately they are musicals in which the style is considered as important as the content where the style rather than the book, meaning the script, may be the unifying element.
0: And for a book musical, we have a definition from The Musical by Richard Kislan, and it is a book musical has a plot or a specific chart of events. So let's kind of talk through those. Um, Brent, can you, since you're the book writer... Can you talk to what exactly a plot is? Because, I mean, I like this definition of a specific chart of events, but what is a plot in your eyes?
1: So let's take the Wizard of Oz, for example. So plot point would be tornado comes, Dorothy gets swept up going to Oz. Dorothy needs to get home. How is she going to get home? See the wizard. The wizard then gives her a mission to be able to get home. She goes and succeeds in that mission, and she is able to go home. So kind of like those key points that get from point A to point B is the plot.
0: So the, the specific things that you have to, not have to hit in the story, but it, it's a specific um, thing taking you from point A to point B. Is that, would that be a, a way of describing kind of? Yes. Um.
1: And along the way you have character development and all that jazz. All but, that.
0: The, but the plot is just that big overarching, like what is what are the big beats that we have to hit?
1: Yeah, to tell the story you want to tell.
0: Yeah, so – and with the concept musical, you know, this is – the definition of concept musical has been argued by theater, like, historians and critics, and it's a really interesting history. So if you look at – I've been doing – I did a lot of reading today up on this topic because I wanted to be slightly informed. A lot of people really look at two people for being the um, guiding force behind the concept musical – and that's Harold Prince and Sondheim, so are, there's there's a lot of arguably this is the first um, company is is considered one of the first concept musicals. And Company, for those of you who don't know it, um, was a show by Stephen Sondheim, which basically revolves around a character named Bobby, who is a Single man just turning 35, and he goes through a bunch of vignettes with friends who are married couples, couples about to get a divorce, and in all different stages of matrimony, and kind of just comments on relationships. So there isn't really a a story, and I think that's the thing that Definition gave that is important to say about concept musicals. Style, yes, that's important, but it's also like theme, that it, it doesn't have a sequence of events like a plot but it has it has a feeling it has a theme it has a style something that's tying it all together
1: yeah so like with company that example how every vignette has that one specific topic and it relates to that topic and lets the audience explore these characters through their different interactions or kind of complications with marriage or relationships within company specifically
0: and all being told through kind of the lens of Bobby so you kind of have a couple different things working there to say like it's a theme it's an idea and we're kind of looking at it through one character's eyes but um, like I mentioned uh, I think last episode about Sondheim's rule in songwriting that a song needs to have a beginning middle and an end and it has to a character has to change or a character has to tell a story that the character development is less integral where you're watching a character progress
1: no i would say it's just it goes about it in a different way to a character will develop separate from the plot it will almost be and how it unfolds How it unfolds is dictated by whether it's a book musical or a concept musical. With a concept musical, I feel like there's a lot of gray area for it to evolve. With book musicals, they kind of have to go more hand in hand.
0: And I think this is a great example of why concept musicals have been argued by critics. Um, I read through four different books today looking at their descriptions of concept musicals and looked at a few different Wikipedia pages. And I thought one thing I found interesting was in each source, they argued that Sweeney Todd was one of them. So uh, on the Wikipedia page, they state, I remember reading something about Sweeney Todd being a book musical or a good example of a book musical is Sweeney Todd because there's a story that happens, there's a plot, um, and you're watching characters kind of go through, you know, watching characters develop like that. But the other argument for it being a concept musical was that they said it relied more on style. So by this, the argument we read, that style is considered most important because, like, stylistically, Sweeney Todd is a distinct sound. But, I mean, I I personally have an opinion on that. I think it's more of a book musical, but, you know, again, it, it can be argued.
1: That's where I think it's a spectrum. It's not, it's one or the other. It's like, where does it fall on the spectrum of concept musical or book musical? Because some fall in in the middle.
0: Yeah, and I think that when they first, like, when the term was first coined, I think they were really trying to make it an A or B thing. But I think as writing has progressed, we have things that are more obscuring the boundaries and on a spectrum. Speaking of on a spectrum, that kind of brings me to, so what I did was I made a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being this is totally a book musical. And 10 being this is totally a concept musical. And I have 11 shows that I thought we could kind of place in the in, on the spectrum to see where they might lie.
1: This sounds a lot like a game, but it's not a it's game. Not, no, no, it's not a
0: game. It's just like a way of organizing thoughts. This is how I think. So um, starting off with I, I put an easy one, company. I think company – There's no argument.
1: It's like a 10.
0: Uh, Yes, it is a 10. So I think that it is the epitome of what a concept musical is. That it is not focusing on plot. It is focusing on...
1: I think Company has another thing going for It's like the style of music and how it's like... It can be staged in so many different ways that it's very... An open book as far as like how a director can interpret it, and that's an and interesting I love that.
0: interesting thing to think about. Concept musicals do allow themselves to be adapted in different ways, yeah. Which is like, I mean, taking two Sondheim examples: Sweeney Todd versus Company. Um, you know, Sweeney Todd, you have some wiggle room, but there kind of is a specificity of time and place, you know, where Company they did a version on West End with a female playing Bobby, which totally works like there's no reason why you couldn't read it and say bobby can be a woman yeah and yeah so i think that that's an interesting point as well okay um something rotten we talked about earlier uh main character really wants to be shakespeare but shakespeare won't let him be shakespeare
1: that one feels more like it's uh, it's closer to the book musical i
0: agree I, th- I think that there's a lot of story there and there are there is plot so hitting the big plot points of that, and Brandon, you can help me kind of go through this. It's been a while since we've seen it, but um, you start off meeting our uh, the bottom brothers, who are the writers. Um, you find out they are they are writers, and they want to be as good as Shakespeare. You find out that the oldest brother hates Shakespeare,
1: and then essentially the older brother tries his darndest to essentially beat Shakespeare at his own game. He finds he
0: finds a, a mystic.
1: Like a fortune teller.
0: Who was related to Da Vinci? No, Nostradamus. Nostradamus is like brother or cousin or something, which is really funny.
1: Yeah, Nostradamus cousin. And the thing that you find through the show is that this guy gets it like 75% right. Yeah, like what, predict when predicting the, the show
0: Hamlet, he transposed it as Omelette. So um, the eldest bottom brother wrote Omelette the musical. And yeah, it turned into this tap dance. And egg the reason show.
1: why he wrote a musical, because the fortune teller could see, like, that's the biggest thing in the theatrical arts that comes out.
0: And by the end, they end up going to America, which is kind of like the, the culmination of that. So there is a plot that we can beat out. Whereas, company, you don't really have a plot you can beat out. Um, cats. That's
1: a concept musical. And I
0: hate it. We can talk about that in another show. I, I, I don't like cats. But yeah, cats is another thing. There isn't there's a, a there's a through line of here's a bunch of cats and they are going to be chosen at the Jellical Ball for one of them to ascend to the heavy side layer, which is like cat heaven where you die in peace. Um, and then all the cats are just singing about why they deserve it.
1: Yeah, moving on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so Cats is definitely a concept musical. Here's another one that I've seen argued a little bit: Phantom of the Opera.
1: Definitely a book musical.
0: I think definitely is more of a book musical. Um, I I could see some slight arguments in the idea of style is important because a lot like um, Sweeney Todd, the music is so – it just screams that time frame and it screams that –
1: I think there's a level of the definition that we're not really hitting right now, though, is that concept musicals have a level of being abstract thought or abstract concepts that...
0: I I, I disagree with that because, I mean, Chorus Line, the one we're going to get to, I consider that that's a pretty simple story, but it, it's definitely a concept musical.
1: But the thing... Yeah, so it is a concept musical, but how it is told is told in a very abstract way. Because you could put so a chorus line's premise is that start of the show is start of auditions and a cattle call of dancers they get slowly whittled down until we have our core group of dancers and then we hear their stories but if you were to take other than a few characters if you were to take all their stories you could mudge them and like move them around and they'd still tell this kind of abstract thought of the story of Dancing in the community of dancers, especially back then, which is the story they were trying to tell more, not the.
0: I guess I just disagree with the idea of it being abstract. Because I think that when I think of abstraction, I think of, you know, obviously um, Picasso, and I think of that distortion of reality. Yeah,
1: but if you apply, like, that definition of being abstract thought or abstraction isn't necessarily. Easy to apply to theater. So you have to think about it in a different ways. So, take Oklahoma, for example, as like the norm for a book musical. It has a lot of strong plot points, a lot of strong structure um, that really relies on that. Now, take, since we're bringing out company as an example, company tells the concept of marriage in such an abstract way because it, because of diverting from the norm, it is in a way being an abstract thought of what is the norm of the or what was the norm of Broadway writing a Broadway musical back then. So one definition for abstraction is freedom from representational qualities in art. So another definition is the process of considering something independently of its associations, attributes, or concrete accompaniments. So if we apply those two definitions to the concept musical, we can see why a concept musical like Company fits both those definitions comparatively to Oklahoma.
0: Can you explain how exactly?
1: Freedom from representational qualities in art. So if we were to take the representational part of that definition and apply it to a book musical, because that's what plots can be, like a representation of the story that is unfolding.
0: So you're saying that since... It is being told in kind of a roundabout way. I can see an argument for this. So by saying that we are showing marriage in a different way, we are abstracting the way we're viewing marriage. Correct.
1: Like, with companies showing marriage through vignettes and different characters instead of a clear protagonist, even though Bobby is the protagonist, instead of taking that protagonist in a very linear path, they are choosing to abstract away from that norm to play through these vignettes.
0: I think that is true for a lot of concept shows, but I wouldn't necessarily make it a law. You know what I mean? No, and
1: it's not... Okay, just like everything in writing, nothing is an absolute law. It's a a rule that you can break and mend to your own will.
0: Because a good argument for that, or against that, um it's not a musical but seinfeld um has been championed as a show that has no plot that it's a bunch of situations that are happening i haven't watched seinfeld neither have i but i i know that it's considered it a show that doesn't have any plot but i would not for a minute say that that seinfeld's an abstraction of life i think that by not looking at life as a plot we are looking at a more realistic form of life because if you look at like, if I look at my life, I don't see it as a sequence of events that are leading to an ultimate goal. I kind of look at it as vignettes. There's lots of things that happened. And I think that's – by by talking like that, you are showing a truer, a truer representation of life rather than an A to B. Unless you have something like Hamilton, which is, I think – a book musical because you see a progression of a story. There are plot points of history that culminate in a death. So I think that on a macro scale, you can look at life as kind of a book musical, but if you look at it in the micro, it, it, it does, it does appear to be more like a concept show in that it is a, it is a bunch of vignettes rather than an arc. Um. So. um.
1: Can I have say one more thing? Yes. So a, a bullet point of the first definition is something which exists only as an idea. Also, synonyms for um, abstract abstraction are concept, okay. idea, or that, notion. Okay,
0: we're not allowed – no, 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 no. We're not just saying <laughs> that because a synonym is concept, I will give you that that, that bullet point of something which exists only as an idea – I argue that's a stronger definition for concept musical than some of the ones I've read. Because But that... then
1: again it it's a spectrum, so I can see why the definitions that you have read are like somewhere in the muddy waters of the tube.
0: But going off that, in one of the in some of the books I've read and some of the criticisms of um, concept musicals, it was kind of written from the young writer perspective, in a way. Because it was talking about Concepts, musicals being so hard to – concept musicals being hard to execute because we as audience members like seeing a linear plot. We like seeing plot points and events happen. So the moment you say, I'm going to not do that, you have to work harder selling it. So the reason that some of the most successful concept musicals like Company, like Cats, they were written by you know, writers who had some respect –
1: yeah, they were written by writers who had something done on Broadway.
0: And I mean, if you especially if you think about... Um, Sondheim wrote two musicals that are definitely concept musicals. You have, um, like I said, Company, but you also have Assassins, which Assassins is kind of a vignette-based thing where you go through the... There's there's a musical number for each person who's attempted to assassinate a president or has assassinated a president. So there is a, a kind of a loose story. There's a loose thread, but, you know... The thing is, these were both Sondheim musicals produced by Hal Prince. I'm pretty pretty sure Hal Prince is both of them. So, again, it's two giants in the field being able to do this because they say, hey, we have clout. We can, to an extent, do anything we want.
1: Here's the thing of what you just said, though. Story is different than plot, and we've said this before. So, like, the story is the concept, and that's the thing that also goes, when you're writing a concept show, you have to – hold true to the story you're trying to say and again story does not mean plot so like for example cats that was based on T. S. elliot's
0: oh yeah old 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 possum's, old possum's book, book of practical, of practical cats, cats. Yes. um yeah which that was just a book of poetry
1: yeah so like it, taking a book of poetry there's so many abstract thoughts but the story is like
0: you Practi- you make a story. You make the story that okay. What if all these cats are competing for something?
1: Yeah, but that's not plot. Just so
0: I guess, in conclusion, with that plot is is a sequence of events that lead to a final outcome, and story is just kind of the general. Story idea. is a
1: mixture of like morale, motivation, backstory, all stirred into a pot. Story is more your elevator
0: pitch kind of
1: sort of kind of
0: just agree with me
1: i'm going to so how long are we on
0: we're at 44 minutes so we can try uh let's try to speed through a couple of these um i'll i'll read them i'll give a small synopsis of the show and then um you'll tell me what you think lion king uh based off the disney movie which is the the longest running show on broadway i believe no. Okay, Lion King based off the Disney movie.
1: Uh it is um more it is more of a book musical.
0: I think that one although kind there is kind of a if we're looking at that style thing, there's kind of a leaning towards concept musical but on a scale of one to ten. There's it's a like... level of
1: theatricality with Lion King that I don't think we can categorize this concept. It's just taking a book musical and making it more theatrical with through puppetry okay. or.
0: I'll, I'll take you. that. Legally Blonde, based off the famous movie.
1: I haven't seen it, so what's really? your? We.
0: That's a that's a guilty pleasure show. It's a good show. Um, I, Legally Blonde is a is a book musical, and I think. Going off of last episode about movie musicals and musicals based on other adaptations. Don't you want
1: to give a description of Legally Blonde, Joe?
0: Well, I said it was based off the movie, and everyone's seen the movie Legally Blonde.
1: I have not. You haven't? No, I haven't. Oh, my God! Are we really going to...
0: Okay, I fair. If we went to the list of movies I haven't seen, I know like it would be great. Like apples
1: to apples, but,
0: Um, Any musical based off a movie, I think, is a book musical, just because it is a strong plot point, because movies have to have plots you know we don't really have concept movies yet. well
1: depending on the interpretation of the musical but go on
0: um Spring Awakening which was a show based on a play about uh German youths and German teens uh going through their sexual awakening
1: so I was gonna it, this is one that's kind of
0: this it, is it hovers spectrum-y. over
1: on the spectrum and like has one foot in each camp um but with you describing the description like that, it is more of a concept musical because they are talking more about the community at large, but they're telling their story through these specific characters where it does have plot points because to show their strife, it has to start from one point to another point.
0: I feel kind of dirty saying this, but Spring Awakening, kind of like cats. Like, in the no. way... No, but no, hear me out. I don't feel good saying it either, but like you're looking at multiple different characters where there is kind of a main character there is kind of a main character in spring awakening but you are watching the process of all of them develop and i think it's sim- similar to cats in the in the way of how it deals with multiple i'm feeling dirty saying this as i speak so
1: are the characters so... in cats like do they at all relate to each other like or are they all just sorry i have not seen cats
0: I don't blame you. So, I mean, they do interact to a degree. I mean, they're all on stage at the same time. They each have their own individual number. And then when Grizabella comes out um, and they're all singing.
1: Someone's shooting off fireworks. Oh,
0: yeah. And then when Grizabella comes yeah. out, you know, they're all like, ooh, you suck. Like, so they, they do have interactions with each other. And you do see how they, as one collective, think a certain thing towards somebody. So... And then, but, the, but
1: they're not like... Mm.
0: And then they change their mind because of old Deuteronomy saying, hey, you guys are wrong. She actually gets to go to the heavy side layer.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm stumped on that one.
0: But I, I agree. I think Spring Awakening is somewhere in the middle. I think that's a good example of a middle show. Maybe leaning a little more to one side, but I, I think it's kind of in the middle.
1: And if you can hear those fireworks being... Fired off right now. At least I hope they're fireworks.
0: <laughs> Um, Let's do. I've got two more. Book of Mormon.
1: That's another one that feels in the middle.
0: I, I think that's way more towards the book. Yeah. Because you're watching I agree. two characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I
1: agree. that's a book musical, to you be honest. changed my mind.
0: Um, and Music Man. I've
1: never seen Music Man. Never seen Music Man? Meh. Nope. It's
0: another show I was in when I was a kid that I wasn't a big fan of, but...
1: I know it's about Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Get Yeah, um... Nobody wants to go to Gary, Indiana.
0: But it's more of a book musical. It is... It's telling a story of Harold Hill and how he mm-hmm. does his stuff that he does. I
1: am so sad that COVID had to happen. I'm so sad that I want... To see Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman. Oh, the yeah, music. they were
0: going to do a remake of it, weren't they? Yeah,
1: I would see it with them. Sutton Foster
0: was going to be uh, married the Librarian?
1: Well, I think so. That would be been good. Moving on.
0: That like to have the end of the list.
1: Yeah. How do you want to wrap this up? Trying to figure that out. Hmm. Hold on. Gary, Indiana.
0: So, Brand, what's your favorite lesser-known show?
1: No, my favorite lesser-known show is If Then. And If Then is a musical about one woman who, after a messy divorce, moves back to New York, and her life, and you watch this as it unfolds, she makes a choice whether to go to the park to watch a guitar player play in the park, or she goes and takes a phone call, which puts her on the business track so it's like either love or business and we see her life unfold and the choices that she makes um and so so do
0: you watch both tracks happen yes oh interesting so So she
1: uh flips back and forth so like there'll be a a scene change where she goes and does a really quick change and she'll put on glasses to become beth or she'll put on take off the glasses to become liz etc her name is elizabeth what's your favorite
0: um my favorite lesser known would have to either be i love chess so chess was a musical when did that come out that was
1: sometime in the 70s yeah it was
0: a 70s really 70s show about um a a chess match between an american and a russian and it you know has to do with the political overtones and it's, it's a it's a good show it didn't really do well the 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 original seventies soundtrack is so like Disgustingly dripping.
1: Disgustingly gross.
0: It's it's really seventies. It's really synthesizer it's very, yeah. heavy. It's Hate yeah. It. Um the concert version was much better with um Adina Menzel, um Andrew uh Adam Pascal,
1: Josh Groban. Josh Groban,
0: and a handful of other greats. Um it, it would either be that or a show I've told you about so many times, Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson. Is
1: Which, that really a Broadway musical? Yeah, I don't know if it was.
0: Broadway. I think it might have been off Broadway. Um, no, it was uh, off Broadway, then on Broadway. 2010. Wow, I thought that was much earlier than that. So it's a story of Andrew Jackson and like the forming of the Democratic Party, but it's all done through like punk rock music, and I, I think it's a great, great example of like weird genres of music being used for musical theater, because, like, musical theater, you think of having a sound, and then they're like, no, we're going to do something different. So, like, Hamilton, where they took hip-hop and put it into musical theater, Bloody Bloody did punk rock music and put it into musical theater. And it, it wasn't super well-reviewed, I don't think, but I adore it. So, thank you all for listening to this fifth episode of Even If Nobody Listens. Uh We do have a little bit of housekeeping stuff to take care of, so you, like... So, like always, you can head to our Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you hear this podcast and leave a rating. We really appreciate it. I recently set up something new. So I got this idea a few weeks back after talking to my father about episode two, I think it was, where Brandy talked about her having a playlist that she listened to when she's writing Oak Island, our musical that we've been working on. I thought it'd be interesting to create a Spotify account. So if you go on Spotify and search... Uh, No One Listens podcast, you'll find a profile there. And we have companion playlists for every episode. So uh, every single episode will have a playlist that will contain some of the musicals we talked about during the show, um, as well as some other playlists I have working on. So each episode will have its own dedicated playlist. The playlist will include different shows we discussed during the episode um, or other shows that kind of relate to what we've been talking about. We'll also have a playlist of all the songs that inspired Brandy for Oak Island, um, playlists for both of our favorite musicals, and then some other fun playlists that we'll create. Uh, Just another way for us to engage with our audience if you all are listening.
1: If you have any suggestions for future shows or would like to leave us a comment, you can email us via what, Joe?
0: E-I-N-O-L-E podcast at gmail.com that's the acronym for even if no one listens so e-i-n-o-l podcast at gmail.com
1: so this has been Brandy underwood
0: and joe barsanti thank you for listening to even if no one listens